Imagine if I told you, let's stop buying food because we need to really destroy those farmers and those food producers. Now, in a way, if you said that about big food, then yeah, that'd be fine. But let's just go all the way back even to the source where you even get big food. You still have to grow it. You have to raise it. Even the really corrupt food companies, which are really more food processors and food combiners, manufacturers, something still has to be grown. So even if you're growing like mass-produced chickens or cows or whatever, or monocrops, uh, generally you're still just a farmer farming the earth. And even if you're growing massive amounts of soybean and wheat or whatever, like I get that there's financial incentives, but you're still a farmer. You're still dealing with earth. So that's the core of where all food comes from. This idea that we should dismantle these big oil companies and energy companies because they're somehow evil or something. It's so freaking bizarre. It's the same thing as saying that farmers are evil. Because again, farmers are the root of the food system. That's the, the, the origin. Energy companies are the root of the energy system, which is the root foundation of everything. Every single thing. Right, I'm going to pack this for a minute because maybe there's some things you don't understand about energy. There's a lot of politicization around this, of course. There's a lot of FUD around this. There's a lot of fear-mongering. And there's a lot of financial incentive to go green and do all this crap, which benefits certain people. And politicians use it because it's an easy way to basically gaslight the public and convince them that the politicians are going to do it or should do it or whatever. Billions of people around Earth don't have access to reliable energy. As a result, they live in poverty. As a result, they might spend five hours a day walking to get water. Or they might have to sit and ride a bicycle to give themselves a few hours of electricity in their home. They might have to cook indoors, burning wood and coal without proper ventilation, which causes a lot of death every single year and just health problems in general. They might have to process their food and in unsanitary places and just on and on and on it goes. But because we live in America, we go to the store and we have this thing in a package and it's safe like 99.9% .9 of the time and it's been processed and there's been a ton of energy that's gone into it. That food wouldn't exist without energy, specifically fossil fuels. You need fossil fuels, which have to go into an engine or a ship or a plane, and it has to be used as a consolidated power source to power that big thing, to bring you the things that you want. This is fundamental. If you want it, I don't want to get into solar power or anything like that, but let's just say you wanted to take solar power and use it to run a ship or a plane or a track. You can't. It's impossible. Imagine you were put solar panels on the top of a tractor. The tractor would then be so heavy and the energy from the solar has to be converted and it's like a hard process and then you lose a bunch of it. It's not concentrated enough. You literally couldn't do it. That's why jets and rockets still use highly concentrated fuels. That's why tractors use gasoline and things like that. That's why cars generally, now of course electricity and cars are a little bit different. We're kind of at the forefront of battery technology and that could take you know a long time and there will still probably be limitations with weight and whatnot. So we may not actually crack that code, but to have an electric tractor that has to pull heavy loads or whatever, it just doesn't exist yet. And it might exist one day, but even then, where are you getting the electricity to charge the thing? In most cases, you're getting it from fossil fuel. And if local politicians are smart, you're getting it from hydronuclear, but most politicians are not smart. And so they've been defunding and shutting down these things, which are the most abundant clean energy sources on the planet, which is hydroelectric and nuclear, mostly because of negative branding around it from all these green organizations. Complete and utter nonsense. All of it sent. All of it. And let's look at this idea. This TikTok here. The clumsy traveler. Nothing against her. Just a friendly reminder. We're boycotting purchasing gas July 35th. I guess... She's trying to get her 
followers to do that. And then the caption is, send to a friend as we dismantle the 1%. Okay, this is so unbelievably nonsensical that I had to do a video on it. I had to kick off today's show with it. Energy is the base layer of human flourishing. Because like I said, you have, what, a billion people that don't have even basic electricity? At least a billion. It might be more, more than that. I think it's more than that because a billion people have food insecurity and it's probably even more than that that ha don't have access to reliable electricity. Some people have access to a little bit of electricity and it's very intermittent. It's not reliable. Like that's probably like another billion or two. But we're talking about a large percentage of, of the world, of, of humans that want to rise out of poverty. And the only way to do that is have access to electricity. Because think about this for a second. I could give you a billion dollars, but then if I told you you can't use electricity, what would you do? You couldn't buy products that were produced by electricity and you couldn't live in and enjoy the benefits of electricity. It would be the same as being poor. You would be living in the woods. You would be making shelter yourself. You would be hunting your own food. Electricity is the foundation of everything. Every single thing that you have around you, all like this water bottle, this microphone, this table, all these things, a lot of which have been made in China, right? Because low uh, labor costs, et cetera have been produced and then shipped to me using power, using fossil fuels. So power, fossil fuels, electricity, it's all kind of the same thing. And if you dive into understanding the power grid, if you dive into understanding fossil fuels, solar, wind, all the different ways of generating electricity, what the pros and cons are, what they can actually do and what they cannot do, you'll see that a lot of the idea that, oh, we'll just be solar power because the, we can just make a bunch of solar panels, it's gonna solve our problems. It is literally impossible. Maybe in hundred years we're gonna do it, but we're gonna have to have a gigantic leap, like probably like a another Einstein E equals MC squared discovery in electricity to even be able to do that. That's why fossil fuels are so freaking important. It's why even in the past 10 years, governments around the world have spent $5 trillion, probably more than that, but let's say $5 trillion to go green, quote unquote. And all that's happened is fossil fuel use has gone from 86% to 84 it's basically nonsense. If you've ever had to go out in a storm, I have in Florida during hurricanes. I had it during the freeze in Texas last year when our house flooded and I had two young children and our house was 20 degrees. We were burning Ikea wood, Ikea shelves. Like I have this wooden Ikea shelves. We burned that for firewood because I couldn't even get firewood at the store. Everything was shut down. You know how important power is. You know how important electricity is when you live through a situation like that. There's some startling statistic that for every day in a modern environment that electricity is not there, it's like a certain amount of people die. Like it's a really big thing. People have no idea how important it is. Now, just imagine in a third world country, you're in Africa or India, maybe. There's a lot of babies that need to go into, I think it's an incubator or have like, there's some other of these life-saving technologies that in America, it's no big deal. You put them in an incubator, you do this, you do that, and the baby survives, even if it's premature. In a place like Africa or India that does not have power or not reliable power even, as I've heard of cases in India where they had power, but they didn't have enough power to put the baby in an incubator. That baby died. How many other children die? How many other adults that have trauma die because they don't have access to the power and then the life-saving surgery that power provides for? It's ridiculous to think that power is somehow evil or that energy companies are somehow evil. In fact, energy companies, in my opinion, should be the most successful and profitable companies on the planet because everything is built on top of it. All the social media, where do you think the data lies? Where do you think you log into the internet from? 
How do you think you get onto the internet? What do you think is powering that? The electrical grid. Every single thing in the digital realm is built on top of power. Your transportation is built on top of power. Fossil fuels specifically. If you want to go somewhere and you want to get there pretty quickly, then you pay for it. It's very simple. If you want to go back to the days of horse carriages and you want to spend, you know, weeks traveling across the country or maybe even months, <laughs> then that's your right. You, you can do that prop now probably. Like get a horse, go do it. Everything in our environment that is good, that contributes to human flourishing, has been done as a result of power, electricity, and fossil fuels. And both of those are the most important aspect of having human flourishing, of having safety, of making sure babies don't die, of making sure we can take care of people in trauma, uh, the elderly. Everything is based on power. Now, you want to quickly go back to living a hard life? For many people, it would be good because they're fat and lazy and the modern environment makes them sick and disrepaired. Like so many people, most people I would even say should probably just go in the wild for a couple months and lose all that, learn how to work for themselves, learn what real work is, learn what it is to hunt for your food, you know, like get a dose of reality. But a lot of people will die. A lot of people will literally not be able to survive. If you want equality, if you care about anything and you think that getting rid of energy or making so energy companies can't make money or whatever, which only reduces energy because if an energy company can't make money or they have lower profits, they can't explore and invest in new and then they can't support a growing population. They also can't help get energy to those that need it the most, like in India or in Africa or these places where people die every single day because they don't have access to reliable energy. It is the most anti-human thing I've ever heard. Attacking energy, specifically fossil fuels, that is, and Alex Epstein, his whole thing is on this, is he basically believes that we should have more fossil fuel use because it's more human flourishing, and I 100% agree with him. All of the narrative around this, though, is so backwards and broken, and so like ESG, Vanguard, BlackRock, all these big, like billion, trillion dollar institutions that control most of what we see in the modern environment. It's all about money, money and control for them. That's all it is, money, power, and control. More humans flourishing is how everyone gets better. It's how we invent new things, new technologies, things get safer, things get better, we have more time, we don't have to do as much work, etc. That is a result of power. Electricity and fossil fuels, if you don't have them, you don't have human flourishing. And if you don't have them, you will regress. Everything that you value in your life will come down, 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 down. Power is the foundation. It's the base layer of human flourishing. So it's really the base layer of your life and mine. Every single thing. Every single thing that you use, every tool, every piece of technology, everything you eat, even the clean water you get, you don't have to really worry about. It's all based on power. Being pro-humanity is pro-environment because we are a byproduct. We are nature. And eventually we can do whatever we want. Like we can make the earth as green and luscious and sustainable as we want, but we have to get there through innovation. We have to get there through entrepreneurship. That's why we want more humans. Eventually we will leave earth, we'll colonize the solar system, and we'll never have this idea of scarcity, of energy, of like the earth and sustainability. That shit will just, it won't even exist. When we can profitably escape gravity and we can come and go, I mean, it's just a massive abundance. Every element that we need, that makes us us, that makes earth earth is available in the universe. More than we could ever, and I mean like ever, take advantage of. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. And if you want to support the show plus your health, 
go to wildfoods.co and use code WILDCEO. Right now, I'm enjoying our wild cocotropic. It's a mushroom cocoa elixir. You can replace coffee. You can add to coffee. You can add to smoothies. You can bake with it. My mom makes cocotropic brownies, gluten-free, of course. It's just that thing that you want in the pantry always and just find ways to use it. Delicious, raw, organic, superfood ingredients, plus mushrooms for brain, for longevity, helping with inflammation, focus, etc. It's like all around the best product on the planet. I mean, I'm biased, of course, but very versatile, amazing, gonna help you in many ways. It's also delicious. You can make hot cocoa at night. You know, you could do in the morning instead of coffee, you could do like a cocoa mushroom coffee. You could add to coffee. It's amazing. Go to wildfoods.co and use code WILDCEO. Wow 